to the Haunted Haulers podcast, a place where your hosts, Wendy and April, discuss the creepy things that lurk in the misty shadows of the Appalachian Hills. I am, as always, the mysterious voice in the walls. Hey everybody, I'm Wendy. And I'm April. Today's tale takes us back to the Olive Hill, Kentucky area, to the ghost town of Lawton, a town that has been mostly abandoned. Crumbling buildings of a bygone era still stand, serving as a snapshot into a distant past. Located there, you can find the Lawton Limestone Mine, originally opened in 1910. In 1917, the Tigert Limestone Company started an open-pit limestone mining operation. Eventually, miners began drawing limestone from the mountain that was the original site of the Lawton Limestone Mine. As the rock was brought forth from the mountain, a huge network of tunnels was created, with large openings to the mine cut into the side of the mountain itself. These mines were in operation until after World War II, at which time they were closed until the 1960s. In the 1960s, the mines were repurposed as a mushroom farm. The consistent cool temperatures of the tunnels, which range from 50 to 58 degrees, and the high humidity of nearly 85% created an ideal environment to grow the mushrooms. Additionally, the high ceilings and wide aisles of the tunnels made it easy to bring in the compost needed as a growing medium. There are still remnants of this operation today in the form of wooden boxes and pallets that can still be found inside. The mines were last used for this purpose in the 1980s and then sat empty and abandoned for decades. Like many abandoned places, this made them a popular spot for vandalism and other nefarious purposes. It has long been a hangout spot for teenagers, and the evidence of that is spray-painted across the walls of the mines. Graffiti is present from the entrance of the mine and all throughout it. Mixed in with your everyday name-tagging and professions of young love, profanity and vulgarity litter the cavern, as well as both religious and satanic iconography, including crosses, pentagrams, and the like. On February 7, 2004, the bodies of Gary and Cheryl Young were located about a quarter of a mile into the mines. The Grayson couple had been reported missing on January 16, 2004. Gary's 22-year-old son, Andrew, admitted to killing his father and stepmother and hiding their bodies in the mine with the help of his then-girlfriend, Stephanie Griffith. He is currently serving a sentence of life without parole in prison for the murders. In 2006, the mine property was purchased by a company called Global Data Corporation, and the intention was to turn the location into a secure underground data storage complex. The project was dubbed the Stone Mountain Ultra Secure Data Complex. This was supposed to bring 1,500 to 1,700 jobs to the community, which would have been a great financial boon for the area. Some construction of outbuildings took place at the site. However, it eventually came out after many construction companies complained of non-payment for services rendered that Global Data Corporation was a fraudulent company scheming to make money off of the failed commercial venture. The property was sold at auction after the owner of Global Data Corp filed for bankruptcy and is still privately owned today. There have long been rumors that the mines are haunted, even prior to the unfortunate discovery of the bodies of the murdered couple there in 2004. Visitors to the mines have reported seeing strange lights, orbs, hearing ghostly voices, miners working, and water rushing that cannot be found, as well as seeing hooded figures. The place has also had a reputation for being a meeting area for satanic cults who have been rumored to practice rituals and sacrifices within the mines on an altar-like structure found there. Photos taken within the mine often show orbs and anomalies that weren't seen by the naked eye but show up in photographs. 
Many visitors to the mines report a general feeling of unease while at the site, and several report feeling sick to their stomachs, a feeling which lasts for days after visiting. Some even report vomiting that goes on for 24 to 48 hours after exposure to the mines. While many people still venture into the mines to explore, they can be a very dangerous place. At its peak, the 136-acre facility boasted 2.6 million square feet of tunnels, which one could easily get lost in. There is also an underground pond or lake reportedly located deep within the mines. And now it's time for the breakdown. Where do we begin with this one? There is a lot to unpack here. <laughs> well, I will say, I had never heard of the mushroom mines until I started teaching. Mm -hmm. You know, when we teach in an area nearby... Um, and I'd heard the kids talking about it, mm -hmm. and I was just like, uh, you know, this was 18 years ago, and I had no idea what they were talking about, and they're like, they're explaining, and I'm like, I don't think I would ever want to go there, so I don't know, I don't know. Why are people still allowed to go there? It's not blocked off or anything. And I that, mean, that astounds me. Um, it, it doesn't seem like a safe place. I imagine if you got too far deep within there, it probably would mm -hmm. be, you know, very dangerous. And, you know, there's always the possibility this has not been in use, and it was created a long time ago. So, like, some of the entrances are caved in. Um, it's, you know, and some of them have been sealed off. But, I mean, the majority of the entrances are still just wide open. You can just go right up there. You drive through the little abandoned ghost town, go up on the mountain, there you are. I don't understand it. I feel like if my child would say, I'm going to go here, I would say, no, I don't think you are. <laughs> <laughs> and if I found out he had, I would be upset. Yeah. Well, and you know, Olive Hill is, you know, and Lawton is right next to Olive Hill. It's very close to Moorhead, which, mm -hmm. you know, is full of Moorhead State University students. And it was kind of a rite of passage as somebody who went to school at Moorhead and went to college there. Everybody just goes out to the mushrooms. It's a, it's a thing we do. Have you been there? I have not been there. Okay. But many of my friends have. Okay. Um, and I think I mentioned uh, back, you know, when we talked about the Frozen Creek incident, my friends that went out there and captured all of those sounds and pictures, they also made trips out to the mushroom mines. Okay. Okay. So, I don't even know where to begin. So, let's begin with, I guess, do we want to talk about the drawings, like the satanic why are there satanic I, drawings? I knew we were going to get sat <laughs> yeah. satanic panic was going well, to come in there. Let me That's, just, yeah. you know, I grew up in the satanic panic, you know, and listen, I have trauma from the satanic <laughs> panic, and let me tell you why. Because, you know, I'm a child of the 80s, and it was all, if you have blonde hair, blue eyes. If you have, Guess who had blonde hair, blue eyes? It was me. Mm -hmm. I had blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> so, you know, it does something to you. You know, you all had, the, you all didn't have the blonde hair, blue eyes, so... You know, you didn't deal with what I dealt with. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So, my first question is why? Why are these emblems in this mushroom mine? What was going it's on? Edgy, well, <clears throat> edgy teenagers thought they were cool. Yeah. Yes. Um, if you go, and I'll link to a couple of, uh, in our show notes, I'll link to a couple of YouTube videos where people have gone out and explored the mines and they've recorded it. So there's a couple of YouTube videos out there that show, and I was kind of curious about this so-called altar that was found deep within the mine. So I was watching through some of these touristy type videos and so this structure that they're calling an altar, it looks like a half circle. Um, it, it's like almost like steps. There's like three steps. 
And then it's a flat area. It is not a huge area. It's not a very large area. Now, there are, like, candles and stuff like that that's been left on this structure. Um, and one thing that I saw showed, like, there's some hooks in the wall, like these metal, like, two metal hooks in the wall that are kind of high up from this little Why? structure. I don't Why know. Why are they there? They're not there. They're not anyplace else. But so here's my thing. So this was a mine. And then it was a, a mushroom growing operation. So I'm sure at some point there was a purpose for this little structure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that purpose was. I don't know what it was used for. Um, I don't think that Satanists went in there and carved these little steps out into an altar and created an altar. I was going to say, hear me out. Put this effort into <clears throat> saving the environment or something like that. <laughs> So what I think is probably more than likely the truth about that is that it probably had a purpose at one point. Don't know what that was, but at some point there was a purpose for that. And like our voice in the wall has said, some angsty teenagers went in there and thought they would be edgy and, you know, spray painted some pentagrams and maybe left some candles and, you know. And so now people see that and like, oh, satanic rituals. There's their evidence. They've left their candles. And it's just kind of an idea that's been perpetuated. Okay. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know. Am I am I going to go in there and explore? Probably not. I don't oh, know. I, I totally. I would, <laughs> I totally I'd and, probably I'd probably do a pass on caves. Uh, that's no. Listen, I'm not. I'm well, all for exploring places. And when we talk about the fact that they're caves, like it's not like. It's not like Carter Caves where you go right. down like you know in. It's like a big flat square area. So okay. it's just like. It's just like an underground tunnel or like a tunnel that's cut into the that. mountain. I get that. I get that. But I'm not going to put myself in a dangerous situation on purpose, you know. So I'm at heart attack age. I'm at that <laughs> point in my life. So i got to pick and choose what I'm going to do, and it has to be something a little safer now. Mm. I'm not young anymore. So I'm going to go into a place that's not going to put me in danger on purpose. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I need more than one exit. You know, oh, there's there's multiple exits. <laughs> They're all cut into the side of the mountain, and it's all interconnected. Are there dark areas that things can jump out of? I mean, sure, but you have lights for that purpose. All right, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it. I'll think about it on it. Then. <laughs> I'm gonna think about it. I would it. totally. In fact, I almost drove out there yesterday to take some pictures. Oh and my stuff, goodness, because, what's wrong you know, with you? What is wrong with you? I don't know. Got got to get that Instagram content for <sighs> you know, to to promote our episode. But um. I think it's an interesting place. I, I do wonder why it's not closed off, but I don't think anybody really cares about it. Like, it's private property, so, I mean, obviously you don't really want to go wandering around on private property that Definitely doesn't belong not. to you. Definitely not. But, I mean, people do it anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and, like I said, you can find dozens of YouTube videos where people are like, oh, hey, let's go explore the mushroom mines today, and so they're out there that you can see. So, so on the plus side, you don't have to go yourself. You can watch it on YouTube. There we go. I'm going to YouTube then. <laughs> Save myself the trouble. Okay, so what else do we want to talk about when it comes to the mushroom mines? Well, I think we have to mention the murder. Yes, um, unfortunately. Th- there, was a, there was a recent documentary on investigation discovery called Murder at the Carter County Mines that is about this incident. Um, so, you know, it happened in 2004. Uh, the couple went missing in January and then, you know, there's a whole long list of stuff that we won't get into that, that brought about to their bodies being found. But had it not been for Andrew um, confessing to the murder, I don't know that their bodies would have ever been found. Because from what I understand, they were back in the mines and they were kind of 
covered up by some of those pallets and, and mm-hmm. wooden boxes that are left over from the mushroom mining operation. Yeah. So I don't know that they, they would have ever been found. That's a sad story. It is a sad story. Um, I have kind of a personal connection to that story because I actually graduated with Andrew. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's an interesting and sad, sad occurrence. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a sad story. So another reason I don't think I'm going to go into there because of the, the bad bad omens and bad, you know, energy mm-hmm. that's, that's with it. I'm not going to get that from the YouTube channel, so. But that is true. <laughs> so I think I shall stay away as well. And then who would have thought, you know, you have this, you know, limestone mining area that you're going to turn into mushrooms, mm-hmm. a place to grow mushrooms. Who would have come up with that? I don't know what it takes to, to grow mushrooms. You never know, I've never really them. gotten into any of that. But apparently the, the conditions inside the cavern, you know, inside the tunnels is just perfect for that. Yeah, I imagine. Cold, damp place that's... Dark, yeah. maybe dark. Yeah, dark, for sure. Um, so I think that that's an interesting thing, too. And, like, I wonder, like, why did it stop being a limestone mine? Because, you know, it, there's it wasn't like they just mined it to the point that there wasn't. And I know there still are limestone mines in Kentucky. There's one down near Bardstown. So, I mean, that's still a thing. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I, I just thought that was interesting. And um, when we talk about, like, the mushrooms, like, wh- why was that not a successful venture? Why did they stop growing the mushrooms there? Right. Because I know all through the 60s and the 70s, and I believe I read that 1985 was the last time that it was actually used for that purpose. And I believe you said the town was abandoned. Yeah, Lawton, if you go through it, like, the town is just, like, there's just, like, empty, like, general stores. And I'll post some pictures of that on our Instagram, as well as a few pictures of the entrance to the mines and stuff. But, yeah, it's just, it's like driving through a ghost town. So, what happened to that town, I wonder? You know, the, the mine went out, it's abandoned, mm-hmm. you know, what, what's going on there? Well, I, I mean, like- people follow the jobs, and if the main, like... If the mine was their main source of, you know, jobs at the time, chances are it all closes down and people have no reason to stay. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, that's uh, some crazy things there. But I do think, I, you know, and I read lots of people's experiences in the mines and a lot of people, oh, you know, I ran into some hooded figures there. Mm, I'm, <laughs> I'm inclined to, you know call that out as yeah maybe not you know i feel like you're in a place that's got a reputation Mm -hmm. and being in a place like that's going to be scary anyway maybe your mind and your imagination start to play some tricks on you Mm -hmm. um you know you have this place that's that looks like it could be a satanic area um and hooded figures kind of go along with that yeah so maybe you see a shadow or something and you think you see a hooded figure Mm -hmm. that i think kind of goes hand in hand together Lights, um, lights could be reflections of things. Lights could be something shining in from the outside. Could be headlights. I mean, I don't know. Um, what could be other people in there exploring? Exactly. I mean, you don't know who's in there. Um, you have okay. I was looking on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Reddit. Someone had posted a picture of a sign they found in the mines, mm-hmm. and it said something to the effect of, um, "If you enter in." Uh, announce yourself because I may be sleeping or I may be out searching for firewood or it almost sounded like someone was living in there. I mean, I suppose that's possible. You have, you know, a homeless person. Yeah. 
So shelter. lights and hooded figures, that could be someone living in the mines um, trying to seek out shelter. You don't, you don't know. But what I did think was interesting, though, was the fact that so many people reported, yeah, after I went there, I was sick for some Okay, now days. that's interesting. Um, you know, especially to the point of, like, vomiting mm-hmm. and things like that. So I did look up a few things, and from what I understand, limestone, I think I read that limestone can give off carbon dioxide. There's something, like, gaseous yeah. about that, something weird. So I wondered if maybe that was affecting people in some way. Uh, but then I also thought about the fact that, you know, we still have limestone mines today and people work in them. And I mm-hmm. don't know that there's a, a huge, like, reporting of that happening to workers. So I, I just thought that was interesting. I'm sure the workers, who probably wear some sort of protective gear. Yeah, I would imagine so. So, yeah, if, if again, if I'm going to go in there, it's going to make me sick, then I'm going to pass. That's a, that's a note for me. Yeah. So I don't understand that. And I, I think you're right. I think... Them getting sick is not something paranormal. Mm-hmm. I think it's science. I mm-hmm. think there's something, some sort of noxious gas or something that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's making them ill. I agree with that. Yeah. So interesting. Interesting place. I'm sure that a lot of our listeners have probably been to the Mushroom Oh, Mines. yeah. So we are very excited to hear some of your stories. For any of you out there listening who have been, definitely, you know, write in, let us know. Definitely. You can contact us on Facebook and Instagram at Haunted Haulers. You can also send us an email at hauntedhaulers at gmail.com. And we also have a webpage, www.hauntedhaulers.com. Until next time, listeners, beware of things lurking in the shadows.